Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Resilient Side of the Rocks podcast. I'm your host, Stevie G. This podcast is primarily geared to provide listeners with tangible concepts that they can relate to, as well as using their personal lives. Each episode is unique as we bring down-to-earth guests with many perspectives and practical advice. It's for anyone that needs that nudge to push through life and align with their passions. We hope that you are able to enjoy each episode just as much as we do. Feel free to follow us on all social media platforms and share this podcast with someone you know, because we all have our successes and failures, but getting through the storm is the most rewarding. So for now, sit back and pour yourself a glass of resilience on the rocks. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Resilience on the Rocks. I'm your host, Stevie G, and with me today I have a very good friend of mine, Garrett Maroon. I knew Garrett for about four years, give or take, right now. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm not even going to go ahead uh, and take away anything from him, but I'll start with this. You know, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, really, really thankful to have you here. So, Garrett, yeah, tell me. Dude, absolutely, man. No, I'm super glad to be here. Stevie G, I need to start calling you that. I haven't <laughs> called you that. So. Uh, I need so, to start calling you that, man. No one really calls me that. I, I made that up for the podcast. And <laughs> I think fantastic. like maybe two people call me Stevie G. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I need a cool name. So I use Stevie G because most people call me Steve or nice. just G. So yeah. I just put them together. Uh, it's Hopefully it go. sticks eventually. <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. One of, one of the uh, uh, one of the series we've done on our podcast. Well, my main co-host is Tyler Wilson. He was a professional baseball player for 10 years. Um, with the Baltimore Orioles and three in South Korea. And then the other guy, Cody Persinger, is a big-time agent as well. And both those guys are tall, they're chiseled, right? So I call Tyler Chiseled Chin. That's his nickname. And <laughs> Cody Cody is short shorts because he wears short shorts all the time. So, you know, oh, not man. quite as cool as Stevie G maybe, but uh, but I'm with you on the podcast nickname. That's a good thing. I like it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> so, I mean, I've known you for, I want to say it's got to be four years. Uh, yeah. You, you helped me get my first least. house back in 2019, right? So, wow. it's coming out. But I, it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's hard to say because, like, when I bring you up, like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, my realtor, or my buddy. Like, it's hard yeah, because, yeah. like, at this point, it's like, <laughs> but it's you, do, you do more than that for me, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. And I actually brought you up. Uh, I was in an event today and uh, somebody was talking about, you know, real estate and all that. And they That's were awesome. like, well known in the area and as soon as i brought up your name they were like oh yeah i know nice. that guy and like, that's really, cool they have a big smile so you're definitely that's out awesome. there that's for sure that's cool man so real quick for everyone who's listening i just want you to let them know who garrett is go yeah. ahead and give me your, your quick story yeah yeah dude so man so the main thing is so i'm married uh we've got three little ones five three and one and another one on the way um, so we're about to have four kiddos two years apart each which is going to be awesome uh nah. but but chaotic. Uh, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, man, I started in the real estate world about eight years ago. And, uh, you know, I, did, I didn't know at that point that I was an entrepreneur. I didn't know that I liked business. I just did it because I was in the higher education world. And I realized if, if the only way for me to progress in that world is to go get a PhD. 
not interested in getting a PhD. So I'm kind of stuck, right? I'm kind of stuck at the pay, mm. kind of stuck in this position. And so I've got to try something else. And I jumped into real estate only because my wife told me I'd be good at it. You know, I grew up and, and uh, there was no, uh, in my family, 100% commission, like the security of a job was everything. And so 100% commission sounded terrible. And my parents really, really tried to talk me out of going into real estate, right? So, uh, but I remember them telling me, my parents telling me, you know, hey, we've known this this woman at our church for a long time. She's only ever done se sold seven houses in a year. That's her most. And I just said, well, I'm not going in there to be average. Like I'm going in there to try to be excellent at this. And I didn't know what that meant. Uh, but, you know, fast forward a couple of years, uh, thankfully now I've got a great team. I've sold over 500 houses, uh, 100% by word of mouth. And uh, and now I've got, you know, two agents that mostly take the brunt of the work and I and I run it and I lead it, uh, but they handle most of the day to day. So it's allowed me to do other things as well. So two, uh, three years ago, I launched a training company called Business by Relationships, Launched a training company that helps agents all around the country. Uh, we launched our podcast, Serving Not Selling. So we're at episode like 109 at this point, something like that, oh, yeah. which has been awesome. Yeah. Uh, and it's done really well. And then um, I just launched an e-commerce business uh, about two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. And uh, we're launching a conference for real estate agents in March. Um, and, and actually just got signed up to be a spokesperson for a, a $70 million company, which I don't know how that happened, uh, called reminder media. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're huge. And, uh, so it's been a crazy journey, man, but, uh, but I, I have loved not all of it. <laughs> There's lots of parts that are terrible, uh, but so much of it to be able to create and do the things that I want to do. And it's just, you know, can I outthink people? If I can outthink people, I don't have to outwork them and I can kind of create where I want to go. And uh, so, man, it's been a huge blessing and, and quite a ride so far. Yeah, I can imagine. I've been watching you from afar and just from like social media, like you're, you're innovative and you're out there coming up with new things all the time. Yeah, but I appreciate it. Let's take a step back because you have so much, so much going on all at one time. Yeah. What exactly did you do before real estate? Yeah, man. So my well, so my first job out of college, I worked at a bank and it was terrible. Okay. I was a teller. I actually got <laughs> robbed. I got robbed the second oh. month on the job and uh, and ended up having to tell go. Tell me how it went. Yeah, dude. Tell I had me how it. went. So, okay. All right. So I'll <laughs> tell you this story. So it's a, uh, it's a Monday morning. I worked at SunTrust, which is now Truist. I worked at SunTrust okay. and we're having our, our team meeting, whatever. And they said, you know, just a heads up. One of our other branches got robbed on Saturday, but we haven't been robbed in 31 years, right? They'd have been open 31 years. So it's probably not going to happen to oh, us. Yeah. Well, we open the door and this guy walks in pretty, pretty early. I, I don't remember. Do we open at nine or whatever? Uh, this guy walks in with this hood on and he goes to our main teller. Well, she's on the phone. And so I just say, sir, can I help you? Right. I had just gotten out of training. Right. So I had all these things in my head. <laughs> so he, he comes over to my desk or whatever. My I can't remember what it's called. But he comes over to, to my teller station and he just slips me a note. And it says, give me all your money quickly and quietly. And so I remember like, you know, we were told just to do it. So I just did it. And the best part was because I had just come out of training. I literally remember saying, is there anything else I could help you with today? <laughs> because that was so ingrained in my head, right? I had to get that good customer service score. So uh, he leaves and I just say, you know, it was me and all women. And I just say, ladies, I think I just got robbed. And they're like, what? And so, you know, we shut it down, called the police, all those things. 
everybody comes. Anyways, long story short, they end up catching the guy and I had to go testify in court against him, which was really strange. But um, oh, I remember man. being at the courthouse and I had gone to the restroom. I'm coming out of the restroom before I testify. And these two tall guys, they're probably like 6'4". This guy was tall. These two 6'4 guys oh, come up to me and they get in front of me and they're like, and I'm you know, a little bit freaked out because I'm already freaked out anyways that I'm there. I was like 23. And they oh, say, hey, you need to put our brother away. He's a bad dude. I'm like what this is you're intimidating me even though you're not trying to like this is freaking me out so i go in anyways and i just i'm sitting there and the uh the defense attorney gets up and his argument is you know the the my defendant i don't can't remember the guy's name uh he wasn't he he didn't threaten you know the teller he just asked for the money and he didn't have to give it to him and he would have not had any problem right and so he's just rambling on try to get this guy out that's his job and the judge yeah. says, sit down, son. And he's talking to uh, talking to the defense attorney. He says, sit down, son. He looks right at me, says, son, did you feel threatened? I said, yes, sir. He said, all right, then that's all I need to hear. And uh, uh-huh. I got off the stage, and I don't even know what happened at that point, to be honest. But, yeah, that was a weird experience, man. That that was oh, like, man. I need to get out of here quickly. <laughs> so that's Straight out of a movie. Yeah, right? Dude, crazy. So <laughs> so then I go, and I come back to, to the university I graduated from. I was an assistant director of admission for four years. And uh, we actually, believe it or not, we got burglarized. My wife and I, we bought a house in September. Um right when we got married and then uh in december that year we got broken into while we're sleeping and uh they stole all our christmas presents it was december 19th both of our cars and our wallets uh and that was a crazy experience too so i guess we've had some weird things go on man but um but anyway so then i was there and then in 2014 is when i started in real estate and uh and from there things just took a while for me to really get my legs under me but once i did uh you know started the training company in 2019 podcast 2021 this conference this year this e-commerce this year you know so things kind of have precipitated pretty quickly once i started to just figure out business in general oh man yeah, you got a lot of different like pieces working all at once like the business the podcast yeah obviously the maroon group yeah, uh, that, that's that's too much going yeah. on. I, I can't keep up with all that. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell me specifically, because I remember, if I'm not mistaken, you have Maroon Group, right? Which is real estate, correct? Mm-hmm. And then I think you said yeah. you started yeah. something else with primarily veterans. Is that true? I, I remember you saying something with veterans. No, okay. Mm-hmm. No, I started a training company for real okay. estate agents. Okay, and it, called Business by Relationships. Oh, okay, that's that's yep. what it is. Because I could have sworn I think you said something about yep. Chesapeake, Virginia, back in the day. I don't remember if that unless I'm hearing yeah. things. But that's uh, what that is. I don't um, think so. Okay. Yeah, maybe. No worries. I'm probably. Just... Yeah, yeah. So I, it's a training company. No, no, you're good, man. So it's a training company. Yeah. Okay. That was 2019 when we launched. That. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Mm-hmm. So with that, um, what were some of the obstacles that you faced? Whether it be you becoming a successful real estate agent, moving up to where you're at now. Hmm. Man. I mean, I think honestly, the people that I know that have done really well in this and, and, you know, and through the podcast, like I've met so many cool people that would never talk to me for an hour. But when I'm like, you want to come on the podcast? Like, absolutely. I do. Mm. Right. So, you know, you get to meet some really cool people through that because they like to be on podcasts. So, you know, the main the main uh, trait of success in this industry is consistency. I mean, in, in anything almost, right? I, I think that the, the certainly our industry, but the world, the business world in general, 
has so many shiny objects that are trying to take you off the path that you know you should be on. And so if you want to be successful, in my opinion, in anything, you know, now I've done multiple other businesses, it's you pick a focus and you you find a system or build a system that you're going to follow and you just do it over and over and over again. That's literally what success looks like, right? I mean, most people talk about, excuse me, and I think incorrectly or like, oh, success is so exciting. Well, the reality is for the most part, success is boring, which is why most people won't do it, right? Because having to be consistent over and over and over again, most people don't have the discipline to do that. And so the biggest challenge is getting off the ground is just trusting and believing that following this system is going to work and giving yourself enough runway to see it take off, right? Because it takes off for people at different points. So for me, and now training people, you know, we've got, excuse me, working 100% by word of mouth, you're just caring and loving your people well. It doesn't happen. It's not going out and buying business today, right? It's caring for people and watching that develop well. And it takes time. And most agents, most business owners are too chaotic that they just won't give it enough time to let it really build. And then the danger of that becomes, so that was a struggle, right? I mean, this is all that I've ever done, but there are definitely points where I was like, maybe I should, in my world, maybe I should just go pay Zillow to help me or go to, and I knew in my heart, those weren't the things I wanted to do, but you get scared, like fear kicks in every, you know, the it's, it's all dependent on you, whether you're going to make money that month or not. Yes. Right. I've had plenty of money months where I've had to write a check, uh, just to keep my business alive. And that's not fun. Um, but it's the willingness to be consistent over time, consistency over time. That's what success looks like. And, uh, and I think most people will say, well, how did you become such a overnight success? Well, I didn't eight years of doing the same thing over and over again. That's how I did it. Um, and most people believe there's some sort of easier path, but it's just not true. You, anyone that I know that's been successful, we've all done the same thing. Now we do it in different ways, but it's been the same journey. It's taken time. It's taken consistency. And eventually over time with all of that effort, it works, but you can't, you can't skip the process. You can't jump past the process. This is part of how this works. Right? So, I mean, honestly, the, excuse me, the biggest obstacle then is still the same obstacle today. It's your mindset, mm. right? What do I believe? What do I believe is possible? What do I believe and how much clarity do I have in where I'm going? And if I can get clarity in where I'm going and I can find a system that I can follow and be consistent, I'll get there. I don't know when, but I will, right? And so it's just the mindset of, am I willing to keep going? Am I willing to just keep trying and being okay that I'm going to fail and I'm going to keep failing but one of my favorite quotes ever is this author named Charles Kettering. The only time you can't afford to fail is the last time you try. So as long as I keep trying, I'm going to win, right? I can afford to fail as long as I'm, I'm willing to keep going. And I think that's a hard part for people is the mindset. They come in and they think, whether it's real estate or business, you know, I've seen it in all those areas. I'm going to be successful right away. And then they aren't and they don't understand why and it defeats them. It's, it, man, it's the strength of your mentality and your willingness to just keep going that will get you pretty much anywhere you want to go. Yeah, I agree. Like you said, it, you articulated it really well. Uh, pretty much, if you let your mind automatically tell yourself, like, well, this is going to be too hard for me. I don't know if I can reach that level of success. And you already set yourself up for failure. And uh, so you said you started eight years ago doing all that and you had that mindset. Now, was that mindset instilled and ingrained from day one? 
or did you have to build that up at no. some point? Yeah, absolutely. Build it up, man. Great question. Because I, I, you know, so I came in, I didn't know if I was, I didn't know what a business owner was, right? I didn't know what an entrepreneur was. I was just like, I guess I am one now. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know if I was good at it. It probably took me a year and a half before I believed like, oh, I can do this. Um, and, and the biggest difference for me was just the willingness to go learn. You know, I, so I have lots of clients or lots of people that I coach now. And so, and I often am telling them, I mentioned this earlier, but you don't have to outwork them if you can outthink them. Right now, if you can't outthink them, you definitely got to outwork them if you want to win. And so the my point in saying that is it like I finished five books in January, for example. So right. If someone wants to go. Yeah. If someone wants to go toe to toe with me and when it comes to their willingness to educate themselves, there are people certainly that educate themselves more. But probably 95 percent of the people don't come close to how much I'm willing to educate myself. Right. And so. How did I grow and be and develop that mindset? It was from the willingness to go to conferences, go to listen to podcasts, uh, read good books. I mean, for me, that's been the main thing, just reading books, right? Albert Einstein said, you can't solve problems at the same level of thinking that created them, right? So it doesn't make sense when someone's sitting there like, I can't figure this out. And they just keep trying to figure it out and keep trying to figure it out. Well, you gotta, you gotta have new thoughts, right? You gotta have new ideas. And so all that willingness to learn and then three months into the business, even though I had made no money, I went and hired a coach because I knew that if I, you know, me in and of myself, I'm going to be limited, right? I just am. Everybody is. I'm limited by what is in my own head. So I went out and I've had a coach now for over eight years. Now, not the same one. I've changed coaches, right? But I've had a coach for over eight years because I need help to just figure out what I need to do. And so having those people around you and then, you know, I, I, it's getting in the right rooms as well. Right. I mean, I'm just such an advocate for, excuse me, being around the right people, reading the right kinds of things. I started a group. And so a lot of people will tell me, well, how do I find the room? Well, my answer is, I don't know, but I started mine because in, in not in a selfish way, but I was like, I want to be around these people. And I'm betting they want to be around other people like that too, but they just aren't going to go do the work to bring everyone together. So I started a group called the Think Bigger Mastermind, which is a group of top agents in in Virginia and North Carolina, 35 of us who come together three times a year. And we just share what's going on and best practices. We talk about, you know, wealth building or growing your business or whatever that looks like. And you're around people that are really smart. And that helps, right? You know, you're going to grow into the conversations around you. And so I want to be in bigger conversations. And so I think there's so many pieces to that, but it's taking seriously your own development and reading good books and listening to podcasts and going and meeting people. And, you know, I've had met many, many people who I've just reached out to them and said, we don't know each other, but from afar, I respect and admire what you're doing. Can I take you to lunch and just hear what's going on and what you've been up to? Absolutely. They almost always, the people that are successful almost always are willing to do that for you, right? Because that's how they got here. So I think it's just being willing to go take those opportunities, being willing to learn and grow and develop. And man, a mind at work is so much more powerful than just hands at work, right? And and I've seen that over and over and over again. You might be, quote, better than me right now in, in the real estate world. You might be selling more houses than me now, But as you stay consistent because of a lack of education, mine's going to start growing exponentially because everything is compounding on itself. All the thoughts, all the stuff I'm learning, everything, right? So I'm just a huge advocate for that because that's how we win. I mean, it is. It's the the business world and the working world no matter where you are. 
it's my brain versus your brain at the end of the day, right? The highest paid people are the ones that think the best, not the ones that are the strongest or can do whatever. They think the best. Okay. Well, I want to go become one of those people. And so I think if we're willing to do that, man, it, it, that's it. That's the game. And most people want to do that. So it'll absolutely set you apart. Oh, man, I agree. It's like I, a lot of times in the past I would talk about like, you know, going to the gym and waking up and showing up as, you know, 80 percent, the other 20 percent is the work. But it's mm-hmm. it's not just for the gym. It's, it's everything you're doing, like just getting up, whether right. it's opening that book, listening to that podcast, educating yourself. I think myself, I'm a victim of it, but there's a lot of people out there that who forget about that key part of just showing up every single day and being consistent and don't let, I guess, the, mm-hmm. the negative thoughts that could come with that uh, take over because obviously sure. you're thriving from it. Uh, for someone who's listening right now, That's what right. advice can you give to someone who might have uh, started in real estate, started their own business, uh, something like that? What, what, what is the best advice that you can give them right now? Man, uh, I think for anybody, well, number one, I'm an, I'm a huge advocate that anybody can start a business, right? It's not as difficult as we think. It's the willingness to go try and fail, right? If you're willing to do that, you'll succeed, right? You just will because this, you know, I, I think the funniest secret that I meet people right all the time or they're asking me, I was teaching, you know, this group in Philly today and they'll ask like, well, what was it that, um, uh, or, or now that you are at this level, right? Like, what do you think about now? Or what, what would you say to somebody like me? And my answer was, here's the secret. None of us know what we're doing, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I figured out how to get here, but I've never been at this level before. So now I'm figuring it out again. Like it, if you want to succeed, it's a constant willingness to just figure out wherever you are, how to go to the next step, right? And so I think that the the importance and when I'm helping a small business owner or somebody new, whatever, is don't be discouraged that you don't know what you're doing. That's everyone, right? None of us know what's going on. All you have to be is willing to go figure out what you need to know, right? Because, for example, I think about it from this perspective. Um, when I, when I, so, you know, my goal this year is to bring in $500,000, right? Which I think I can do. But right now, I've never done that before in a year. And so what does that mean? I'm not currently the guy who makes 500 grand a year, right? How do I become that person, right? Because it's, it's and, and Robert Kiyosaki, he wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he talks about this. Yeah. Most people with what he says is a poor mindset, they think of um, have, do, be. That's their structure, right? If I get to have these things, if I have this, I get to do this, then I'll be this, right? And he said the rich people, right? He talks about that as their mindset too. But the rich people think be, do, have. Who do I need to become? Once I become that person, then I can do this. Then I get to have this, right? So from a perspective of a business owner or someone who's struggling or is new, or even if they're doing great, let's say you're making $50,000 a year. That's great right? Hopefully that's enough and that's good for you right now. But if you want to be the person that's going to go make $200,000 a year, you don't just get to go do that. You've got to become it first and then you get to go earn that kind of money, right? And I think that's important is as we understand, all of us are just figuring it out. We're just trial and error for everything. But if you're willing to go become whoever that person is, uh, that's it right there. You've got to be willing to go become and then give yourself grace and know that it's going to take more time than you think it is. Because everything takes more time than we think. It oh does. yeah, man, that's that's spot on. Because I know I meet a lot of people, especially with the transitioning military folks. Uh, a lot of people starting their own LLCs. A lot of them are hitting the ground running. Some of them are in a dry spot. Some of them, you know, are slowly climbing up. And I can see how it could mm-hmm. be discouraging. 
uh, you know, if you hit that, you yeah, hit that does. wall and you're like, well, what do I do now? And then just throw it away and go back to yeah. you know, whatever nine to five they were doing before that. Um, yeah. Moving on to the next one. I but, still get, so let me yeah, just say yeah. real quick, buddy. So I still get discouraged a lot. You know, there's still days where I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, like it sounds so good to just go get a job and not have to worry about all the other stuff. Um, I've been doing this a long time and I've been relatively successful and still I'm like, man, I don't want to do this, right? Like, it's just hard. There's just something to it. That's difficult, but give yourself grace and, you know, you know, you don't, one of the uh, great quotes that we got from someone on our podcast was, uh, she was talking about how she was struggling three years in, she'd been struggling to try to get these different offices launched. And her coach at the time said, her name was Linda. Her coach said, uh, she wanted to quit said, Linda, you can't give up because you don't know if you're on the five yard, 50 yard line or the five yard line, right? You might be, you might just be about to score a touchdown. You don't know where you are, but you can't give up because you might be right on the goal line. Right. And so that's been encouraging, right? Plus knowing the way back is the same distance as the way forward, right? So if I turn around, it's going to take just as long to go that way as it is just to keep going forward. There's a lot of days that you're going to feel like you shouldn't or you can't. And that's just not true. Check your mindset there. But you might be on the five yard line. You might be right there. So just keep chugging. And I think that's super important, too. So no, you're go good ahead. with what you just said. You said sometimes you think about why am I doing it? So I'm going to go ahead and ask you. You've achieved so yeah. much. Why do you continue, I guess, to build upon it? Like instead of being complacent, staying mm-hmm. where you're at, because you're doing well, you're doing really well. You have all this set up in yeah. stone. It's, it looks good. Everyone sure. loves it. But why do you keep going and why do you keep making more? Yeah, man. I mean, it's a great question. I think like what I'm not what I'm not striving for is some sort of uh, money and crazy amounts of money coming in. I know I said my goal is 500 grand. What I'm striving for is the freedom that money can give me, right? The freedom to spend time with my, so even now I don't work more than 40 hours a week, right? What I'm, what I do now is when I make a decision on where I spend my time, it's very intentional, right? And the main question that I ask myself is, if I have to work late because I give so-and-so an hour of my time, am I going to be okay with that? If I have to miss time with my kids tonight because I met with them, is that okay or not? And if the answer is no, then I just don't do it, right? And so, and I'm, you know, we could talk about schedules all day. My point is, excuse me, for me, it's continuing to work to find how do I build businesses that can then be bringing in consistent streams of income so that I have what I call, it's not passive income, it's freedom income, right? The freedom to say, I can go do today whatever I choose to do, right? Because real estate's making me this and my Amazon business is making me this and whatever else is made, our training company is making me this, right? And now I can say, okay, I've got the freedom income now that I can go spend time however I choose to spend time, right? And, and I think that's what everyone wants to work for is like, I want to spend time with who I want, when I want, whenever I want, right? That, that's a, a gold mine for us. That's what we really desire. Yes. And so that's what I'm working towards is to build those pieces that would allow that. And just as a long-term protection for my wife, if something happens to me and I, and I die or I can't work anymore, if I've got avenues that are bringing consistent income in, obviously I have life insurance, but I've got avenues that are bringing stuff in. My wife doesn't have to worry about anything. She doesn't need to go back to work. She doesn't have to, you know, uproot the entire lives for our kids because she's homeschooled. She doesn't have to do that because I've structured and set us up well, right? So I think about all those things and I just haven't hit it yet, right? I'm not there yet. I don't want to keep working. I want to be able to choose. Do I want to work today or not? 
And the answer is probably going to be yes. But if I say I'm just going to take an entire day today just reading good books and it doesn't matter, it doesn't affect my income, awesome. Right. And so that's really why I keep going because I'm trying to continue to add those streams of income so that I can really just sit and say, now I've got more free time. Now I can go serve more people, just give away my time because we're good. Now I can say to my kids, let's just go, you know, this is our history lesson. We're going to go to Washington, <laughs> D.C. or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, and so that's why that's why I'm not there yet. So I'm going to keep working until I get I there. love that. Uh Shoot, it really hits it, uh, it hits home with me simply because I know in the past I, I caught myself working my tail off, and sometimes I would come, I would mm. be driving home, and I would ask myself like, "What is this for?" You know, I'm working mm. to to get all these things so I can take care of my family, so I can spend time with my family. But I in the in the end result, I wasn't spending the time that I wanted to, or I didn't have the time allotted with my family, and it made me feel terrible. Uh, like, mm. why, why are we doing these mm. things to not get that time back? So now you're buying that. Uh, you know, with that financial yeah. freedom, it's giving you that time and to to spend it exactly where yeah, you need that's to right. be. Because you don't get that hour back, like you said. Like, if I if I choose to work an hour later versus you know going to dinner with my family, I don't get that hour back. It's gone. I, I used it on whatever yeah, I spent. That's right. So I, I really it really sits with me and it resonates because uh, on my path now, I'm yeah. definitely finding out how important it is and what I missed out on. So I can't take away what happened before, but I'm definitely yeah. working on it now. No, sure, yeah. So yeah, that's right. And time's yeah. not equal, right? Time isn't equal. Like when our kids are young, this time is more important for me to be present than it is when they're 20 and they're gone out of the yeah. house, right? Like it's just different. And so it's not equal. And so I'm going to do whatever I have to do to not miss these years when they're young. And if that means I've got to put myself out there and start X, Y, and Z businesses or go, I'm looking, was looking today at a business to buy. Like if I've got to do that and just take on some risk in order to try to get that financial freedom that allows me to have the time, then I'll do that. And if I'm not the guy that can figure it out yet, I'll go become that guy, hmm. right? Like that's the opportunity that we have because it's really easy for us to, you know, I was talking about this on one of our podcast episodes. It's really easy when we think about work to just think that work is something that expands and contracts, right? Well, the challenge is for most of us, we'll say, oh, I got to knock this out. So I'll just expand my work time here, or I got to go knock this out. So I'll expand my work time a little bit here. Well, that's fine, right? There's seasons for that. The problem is we're wired. Those of us who are driven like you are wired to never then contract that time. We get used to this is the hours. These are the hours I put in. It feels like I'm not working hard when I'm not working that many hours, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so we never actually contract that. And so, yeah, we're working towards this freedom to go spend time with our family. And we never stop to ask the question, well, how much freedom do I actually have right now? And how can I take advantage of that? Right. And again, you don't have to outwork them if you can outthink them. So I've been spending a lot of time learning about how money works, right? Because that's never an area that I was that good in. Well, man, as I learn how money works and can deploy money to go make more money without me spending time in it, okay, this is something I never really grasped super well. But once I do, then I'll be able to deploy that and it'll be working for me and it'll get me closer to those numbers, right? I keep asking myself the question, how can I make more money without doing more work, right? And it's just a better question because now I start, I had a meeting this morning that would do that, could double what I've got coming in from this one source. And it doesn't take any extra time other than just having the conversations and getting it set up, right? So when we start asking the right questions and we go try to figure that answer out, how can I make more money without spending more time? 
Sounds like it's not possible, but it totally is, right? Finding those, you know, legit passive investments, right? Taking the money, figuring out whatever that looks like in your time, going and helping someone start a business, but not being the worker, just being the funding and being their support or whatever, right? To get that to be a payoff one day, whatever that looks like, you know, I think we've got to be asking the right questions because the years are going to go fast, man. Yeah. And I'm just not willing to say at 65, now I get to go explore. Like my mom passed away a couple a couple months ago at 68. Okay. So, okay, what was retirement going to be? Right. You know, and so, yeah, thankfully they got to explore. They got to do a lot of stuff. They're good about it. But my point is, if everyone's working until they're 65 or 70 so they can go live their life, well, you might not make it. And so I'd rather live my life now, but I got to figure out how to make money now so I can do that. I can become that guy who figures that out. So can you. So can anybody. Right. It's just the drive and the willingness to go do that. That's that's it. That's what it takes, man. If you're willing to go do it, you can become that person. No one will stop you. Right. Literally, no one will stop you except yourself. Um, so I, I think that's huge, right. man. And we can get anywhere we want to go. Uh, it just takes time, but it, and it takes a willingness and a commitment mentally to get there. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm going to name the episode Live Your Life Now. I'm telling you, right? That, nice. That's it right there. I, I <laughs> love awesome. it. That's stuck. I love that's it. Stuck I love I'm going to flip this, the, the subject on you real quick. Regardless of money, yeah, whatever the income may be, if you could switch to a different profession, like I said, money does not matter. What profession would you choose right now? Man, if I could choose a different profession. Does that mean own a different business? I mean, name it. Like, for example, if, if you had a goal and like I said, if McDonald's paid you whatever you wanted to, to get paid and you had a goal of being a, work, a mm -hmm. manager at McDonald's, then go do it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, mm -hmm. Give me something that you would do. Man, I would be a speaker and a podcaster. That's it. All day. Um, yep, that's it. I love it. I love teaching. I love helping. I love serving people. I love sharing what I've learned. I love that it requires me to keep learning. So I keep having value. Um, I would do that all day, uh, if I could. And so that's why, you know, this opportunity to be a, a spokesperson is like, wait, you're just going to pay me to talk all day. Like I'll, I can yeah. do that, you know? Uh, and so that, that's huge. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Because it just, I don't really care what I'm doing, to be honest with you, as long as it's in a position where it's actually helping people recognize that they're capable of more, um, you know, everyone, no one knows what their potential is, right? That's not possible for us to figure it out, but everyone knows they're not maxing out their potential. None of us will, none of us ever, ever have, none of us ever will, but we all, a lot of us are driven to say, but I want to get as close as possible. Can I max my potential out wherever I can serve people in that way? I want to be in that space. And for me right now, speaking in podcasting and I love doing those things. That's outstanding. My two, as I was driving home, I was thinking I was like, definitely podcast or like a professional video game streamer. Definitely would be awesome to get paid. Nice. Just play video games all day or talk on a podcast. Second, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a, a firefighter. I wouldn't be a firefighter nice. now, just, I don't know, my opinion, because, you know, it's not going to pay the bills. However, it, as a kid, I remember firefighters being so badass and just a yoke dude mm -hmm. and <laughs> with suspenders sweating. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, absolutely. So, yeah. uh, not yeah, going to yeah, probably happen, but I guess one could hope. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you have higher financial yeah. goals than that, unfortunately. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, but no, it sounds good. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's just you know the 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 uh, in the cash flow quadrant book, which is amazing by Robert Kiyosaki. You know, he asked the question: Are you are you carrying buckets or are you building a pipeline? And he tells a story about it, right? But. What we don't want to do, we want to start transitioning away from being the people that just carry buckets, meaning as long as I just keep doing this, I keep getting paid. As long as I keep doing this, I keep getting paid. Like, what if we got in the mindset of building a pipeline where, no, now you no longer need, you know, in real estate, I'm really fortunate. 
I'm not doing a lot anymore and I'm still getting paid for it, right? Because now it took me a while, but I built a pipeline, right? And now I've got people that work that pipeline for me for the most part. And what happens? I get paid for having built that pipeline, right? So when I don't want to show up that day, now I, I do, but when I don't want to show up that day, it's good. When I, so my mom, when my mom passed, I took a month off, an entire month off with two other businesses, right? And guess what? We were fine because there was a pipeline. It wasn't me carrying buckets, right? And so a big part of me, the passion is, yeah, being able to spend time with the people you love right now. But also what happens if someone in your life, uh, you know, I didn't know what was going to go on with mom. What if that happens to you? And you can't afford to be where you need to be. That's where most people are. And it, it it terrifies me that there's people in my industry or in business or whatever who are like, I can't get away because if I do, everything's going to fall apart, right? We got to be better than that. We got to think better than that. We got to get better pieces in place. And man, we got to stop carrying buckets. We got to start building pipelines because that's how we get the freedom to go do and be where we need to be. Exactly. And to me, that's what life is about. I don't want to miss those opportunities just because I feel like I got to go answer my emails. Right oh, yeah. now, it doesn't happen overnight, but if you work towards it, it'll actually absolutely get you there. Awesome. Yeah, that's deep for sure. For sure. Okay. As we wrap it up, I do want to give you the opportunity to go ahead and put the million plugs that you have and where can we follow you? Where can we listen to your <laughs> podcast? All that good stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, dude. No, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Serving Not Selling is the name of the podcast. They can check it out there um, anywhere they get their podcasts. It's a bright yellow picture is the, the podcast cover. And then, yeah, I mean, our real estate team, maroongroupva.com. Um, we'd love to talk to you or help in any way, whether you're an agent or you're just thinking about business. I mean, you can reach out to me there too. Um, I'm happy to help in any way that I can. So no, I appreciate it, buddy. Awesome. It's been awesome. Fun. Thanks again. Really appreciate it. It's been, really been a pleasure having you on the podcast and uh, hopefully- yeah, uh, Hopefully we'll do this again. <laughs> yeah, All right, brother. Sounds good. Thanks, Thank buddy. You. Bye.